Hello and welcome to Trashy Divorces, everybody's favorite good podcast about bad relationships. My name is Alicia. We are so glad you're joining us for today's tale of marital misadventure. Stacy, you're taking us to Country Music City, Nashville again today. I am indeed. Even if you are not a country music fan, I'm pretty sure you're going to absolutely love the extremely trashy divorce of Rascal Flatts guitarist Joe Don Rooney. It was just a giant mess that kept getting worse and worse. It's a little bit of trashy perfection here at the end of the year. I have never heard of Joe Don Rooney, but I have had you making squeals of trashy delight Mm. from your neighboring office. Mm -hmm. Super excited about this story. Before we get started, let's take just a moment and give some thanks and praise to our newest Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash trashy divorces. Whose name is in the magic mirror, Stacy? Thanks so much for joining us there, Kimberly W., Jen S., Lauren F., Joanne M., and Taylor O. Holy cats, y'all are simply the best. We are so grateful for you. We are so grateful for all of our Patreon supporters, and we are grateful to you for coming to listen today. Stacy, I gotta know about this Jodon character. Let's go, go, go. All right, Stacy, I've grabbed my guitar. I'm ready to twang. Let's do this. Alicia Rascal Flatts, if you're not familiar, is a country music group that started in 1999. It consisted of Gary Lavox, vocals, Jay DeMarcus on the bass, and today's subject, one Joe Don Rooney holding it down on the guitar. Uh, okay. And the two string players are also backing vocalists, harmony vocalists. Let me tell you that this band started out with a bang. They reached number three on the Billboard Country Music Chart with their debut single, Praying for Daylight. They won the American Country Music Award for Top New Vocal Group in 2000. This was an auspicious beginning for a trio of dudes who'd been kicking around Nashville for a few years. Gary and Jay are second cousins, and it was Jay who convinced Gary to move from their childhood home of Columbus, Ohio, to Nashville after Jay's early 90s musical project split up. Well, this is some good success. This is great. Yeah. Joe Don, meanwhile, had met Jay when the two were part of Shelley Wright's backing band in the latter half of the 1990s. One night, Jay and Gary's guitarist couldn't make it to a gig, and Jay called Joe Don to fill in, and the musical bond was immediate. Between the year 2000 and 2017, Rascal Flatts released 11 studio albums. Holy cats. Reaching the number one spot with 14 of their singles. They won a Grammy Award for the monster hit Bless the Broken Road in 2006, and they earned two Country Music Awards for Group of the Year. Well done, Rascal Flatts. Oh, get this. Of the 37 singles that the band has released, 36 of them charted on the Billboard Hot 100. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Some of their most recognizable songs are Bless the Broken Road, Life is a Highway, Praying for Daylight, and What Hurts the Most. It's possible that if you're a person like me who does not particularly follow the comings and goings in country music that... You know, I didn't really understand what a massive success Rascal Flatts really is, but they are considered to be one of the most influential country acts in history. Okay, rock on. They have sold over 27 million albums, had over 33 million digital downloads, and sold over 11 million concert tickets. 
They have stars on Hollywood's Walk of Fame, and their dedicated fans are known as Flats Nation. Flats Nation. Yeah, and they, of course, have been inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame with that kind of resume to support it. Makes sense. Of course, in the midst of all of this success, the three bandmates' lives were proceeding apace. So let's meet Jodon's future ex-wife. Oh, goody. Tiffany Fallon. Tiffany, is it spelled just in the regular way you spell Tiffany, or are there any kind of fancy spellings? It's just T-I-F-F-A-N-Y. Okay. There's no there's no P-H shoved Perfect. in there for no reason. It's okay. Just kind of wondering. There's no P at the front, silent P, like a pterodactyl. <laughs> okay. Tiffany Fallon was born in Fort Lauderdale, Florida on May the 1st, 1974. She went to Florida State University and got a degree in sports management. But instead of managing a sports team, Tiffany became an NFL cheerleader for the Atlanta Falcons in well, 1998. Come on, that's the career path's right there. Hey, she didn't stop there. She was then crowned Miss Georgia USA in 2001, and she was then the second runner-up at the Miss USA pageant. After her pageant days were over, Tiffany aspired to be an actress and a model. In 2004, she was Playboy's Playmate of the Month for the wow. December issue. Okay. Then she almost made Playboy history when she became the second oldest woman to be named Playmate of the Year in 2005. Do you want to guess her age? 2005? When, when she was nearly the oldest Playmate of the Year? Oh, I don't know. Second oldest, 28. She was the ripe old age of 31. So close. So close. Very, very nearly out to pasture. Her her best days far behind her. I'm joking, obviously. Obviously. Meanwhile, Tiffany was also appearing in print and television advertising campaigns. And perhaps predictably, Tiffany followed that up by being on some reality television shows like The Girls Next Door and The Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, Unfortunately, her time on Celebrity Apprentice was short-lived because she was the first candidate whom Donald Trump fired. Trump said his reason for choosing to fire Fallon was that she, quote, never attempted to sell Hugh Hefner a $10,000 hot dog. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have no further context on that. But she's a playboy. Does Hugh Hefner need a $10,000 hot dog? Unclear, Questions. unclear what TD alum Hugh Hefner needed in the hot dog department. <laughs> Tiffany responded after being fired by saying, it's incredibly disappointing and frustrating to be the first one fired out of the boardroom. I did what was asked of me. I did it thoroughly. The bottom line is we brought in a lot of money, but we just didn't bring in enough. I'm heading home. I enjoyed it. It was an honor onward. She also ended up being cast in a few music videos. Oh, here we go. One of them, yes, was for Come Wake Me Up by the band Rascal Flats. It did not take long for guitarist Joe Don Rooney and model Tiffany Fallon to fall in love and decide that they wanted to get married. On April 23, 2006, the couple tied the knot in Cabo. Aw. Yeah. The wedding was intimate and took place on the beach while family and friends looked on. Well, that sounds nice. They would have their first child in 2008, another in 2010, and their third and final child in 2014. So why are we here on Trashy Divorces? Big hit records. Right. Everything sounds fantastic. And his bandmates were both married and new fathers as well. So in theory, the environment was very supportive of the demands 
of being a husband and father in the midst of being country superstars. All the stars are aligning. Sure. Gary, the singer, had been married since 99. Jay, the bass player, got married in 04. Kids were happening. And so again, in theory, everything was on track, which is terrible for this show. But clearly, (laughs) things for Joe Don and Tiffany were not as blissful as they appeared. And if you think your 2020 was bad, just wait. Oh, no. You have not learned about Joe Don's yet. Oh, no. For Joe Don, 2020 would not just be the year that his marriage fell apart. It would also be the year that Rascal Flats broke up. Oh. Oh. Secret twist. All right, we're going to take a break here, and when we come back, we're going to get into that trashy breakup before the trashy divorce. You've left me on a real hook here. See you on the flip, everybody. Hey, Trash Pandas. When you need a brain break from your day, let me recommend the game June's Journey for Android and iPhone. It's a hidden object mystery game where you are solving a murder, uncovering family secrets, and, I don't know, exposing official corruption? all in an extremely stylish 1920s setting. Every scene takes you deeper into the mystery and introduces you to an expansive cast of characters as June Parker explores the questions surrounding her sister's apparent murder-suicide at the family's beachfront estate. Add your own elements to the island from lush gardens to gorgeous new buildings. This story has so many twists and turns. Right now, we are on a global journey attempting to rescue June's niece, Virginia. It's a great combo of gameplay. It's a memory puzzle, a design project, an intriguing storyline with genuinely fabulous art. When you want to let your mind wander, relax into this glorious 1920s murder mystery and get lost in the fun. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Okay, so the band breaks up. Yep. 2020. Yeah, it kind of all happens at once or like in a compressed, you know, one-year period. In January of 2020, Rascal Flatts announced that they were going to call it quits after 20 years of making music together. But that's a good run. It is a great run. They announced there would be a big tour, a big farewell tour to say goodbye to their fans. Jay DeMarcus said on CBS this morning, quote, we're really looking forward to getting to spend this entire year. Oh, my God. I know. Famous oh, last words. those little babies. Loving on our fans uh-huh. and thanking them for allowing us to have the most amazing career over the last 20 years. While it is, of course, bittersweet, it's so important to us to celebrate what our music has meant to their lives as well as what the fans have meant to us. Gosh, there's some good, good plans in January 2020. He continues. Oh, no. There's no sadness here. Just new chapters, new journeys, and new beginnings. Oh, goody. Rascal Flatts' music will live on forever because of our fans. And, oh, my gosh, this year is all about them. Oh. Oh, bless. So when they announced their decision to break up, they said that it was just time to, you know, that they each wanted to pursue solo interests Jay would go on to say, 20 years in a band together is a long, long time. And I love the fact that we're able to look back and say we still love and respect each other after 20 years. A lot of bands can't say that. That's the truth. But as it is, we all know what happened in 2020. And of course, the farewell tour was canceled or postponed or 
something. Unclear. Hasn't happened yet. Oh, those fans still waiting. Fans kept waiting for the tour to be rescheduled, but instead got news that the band had just gone their separate ways. Ouch. In the fall of 2021, so, you know, a year and a half, maybe more later, lead singer Gary Lavox said that the issue with rescheduling the tour comes down to Joe Don Rooney leaving the band. Oh, uh uh-oh. Gary said, quote, I've never been okay with the way it ended. I was never okay with, I wasn't happy that Joe Don quit. It kind of came out of nowhere. It was like, let me try to wrap my head around this. And then I certainly wasn't okay with the pandemic, which canceled everything. I hate the way that it ended. I hate that we didn't get to do this farewell tour. I can't stand the fact that it just feels there's no closure with something that we've been so blessed with. That will always be in my heart. Also, they were probably scheduled to make a ton of dollars. Yes, and that will come up in, oh, the, okay. in the divorce proceedings. I'm certain that's not the only part that he's upset about the disappointment of the fans. Probably the disappointment of the bank accounts. Maybe adds in there. Please continue. I'm sure they have a deep connection with their fans. Come on. But it turns out that Jodon had a little bit more going on in his life than the breakup of Rascal Flats. For instance, on the 9th of September, 2021, Jodon was arrested for DUI at four o'clock in the morning in Franklin, Tennessee, after he crashed his car into a tree. Oh, no. Even more concerning to fans of the band was there was no public response at all from Jodon after the arrest. There was no public apology. There was no statement. And all of his social media profiles were deleted. I'm glad he's alive. That doesn't sound great crashing into a tree at 4 a.m. Yeah, no one heard from Jodon following the accident and arrest. At least no one. The public did not. When People Magazine asked Gary Lavox about Jodon's arrest, he said, quote, I think God gets your attention in different ways. I just wish him the best, and I hope he gets everything that he needs to get well and take care of whatever issues he's got going on. There's power in prayer. It would not be until June of 2022 that Jodon would plead guilty to the DUI charge. This was a Class A misdemeanor, which could have carried a sentence of up to 11 months and 29 days of jail time, but... First offense, etc. Jodon was only required to serve two days in jail. And the rest of the sentence was suspended sentence. He had to do DUI training. Probation and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Okay. In 2022, Gary Lavox said that nothing was scheduled yet, but that reviving their farewell tour (laughs) was, quote, not really off the table. But he also said that he and the other members of the band, quote, haven't had any conversations, unquote, about rescheduling it either. Gary was very vague about his relationship with his former bandmates, which led people to speculate that there may be something more going on. Gary told Us Weekly, quote, we don't talk as much because, you know, we're not doing business together. We wish each other the best. I want nothing but the best for those two. And, you know... Hopefully everything's happy and healthy and their families are good. This Gary cat just sounds like a real nice guy. In June 2023, more details oh, about man. Rascal Flatts' split were revealed when Jay DeMarcus was a guest on the Unlocked with Savannah Crisley podcast. Okay. Apparently there had been tension between the band members for a very long time. But he said he disagreed with what Gary had said about Jodon quitting the band and essentially ending the group. Jay would say, quote, all of them had quit at one point or another. And Gary had actually quit three or four times over the last 15 years. 
You think girls talk smack about each other. This is hilarious. He then added, I think Jodon was the first one to be brave enough to put it out there that he was tired of the way things had been the last few years. Wow. So he shared with us that he wasn't sure he had the energy or the emotional energy to deal with some of the things we'd been dealing with on an ongoing basis. As of right now, there are no tour dates for the Rascal Flats farewell tour, so... We'll hope with anticipation. Right. It, I mean, it would be nice. And go cash that check, boys. Like, Bless the broken road that yeah. brought the Rascal Flats farewell tour to your town. Right. That's what they should call it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to squeeze in one more break here. And when we come back, oh my, we're going to do some uh, like arrest, rehab, a very trashy divorce. It's all in our future. We're going low in the dumpster is what you're saying. Yeah. Back in a minute, friends. Alicia, in January of 2021, this is eight or nine months before the DUI, the car accident DUI, Jodon filed for divorce from his wife, Tiffany Fallon. He cited an adulterous relationship as the cause. Oh. I really need to look into Tennessee divorce laws because it just seems like they go in a way that I wouldn't expect. In any case, that was not going to be the end of it, of course. Three months later, Tiffany filed a court document citing, quote, inappropriate marital conduct as the reason for their split. You guys can't just say irreconcilable differences. It's our favorite. It's our favorite. But it turns out that there was a lot more to the story. And I suppose because Tennessee apparently has some unusual divorce laws, we get to hear it. So in the two-year-long battle that would follow this, both parties accused the other of infidelity. Jodon said that Tiffany had an affair with her personal trainer. Well, of course. Who else is she going to have an affair with? Tiffany does not deny this affair, but does deny that it was the reason for the breakup. Oh. She went further and said that Jodon had, quote, fully withdrawn from their marital relationship, unquote, by the time the affair with her personal trainer had started, and that Jodon's, quote, habitual alcoholism and drug use, unquote, was the major factor in the breakdown of their marriage. Yikes. The document further states, quote, Tiffany has always been totally honest about her adultery in this matter, as opposed to Joe Don, who has repeatedly lied under oath about his own adultery and drug abuse. Ooh. Joe Don denies that he uses narcotic drugs, but admitted that he's used cocaine on a few occasions. Oh. That's a quote, on a few occasions. Okay. And the divorce papers went into more detail about the alcohol and drug use. Okay, I, I don't even know where to go with this one. So Jodon checked himself into a luxury Utah rehab center for four months. Well, that's that's great, great to work on his substance abuse issues. Sure. The cost of his stay at this facility was $315,000. Whoa. Sorry, $315,800. Goodness. It's a lot of money. But what is strange about this story is that Joe Don did not tell Tiffany, his wife, where he was going. What? She also claims that she would have liked the chance to offer input on, quote, more affordable treatment center options. Wait a minute. Okay. 300K plus on rehab for four months. So great you're getting treatment, but you don't tell? Uh your spouse where you he just disappears off the for four months. I I assume joined a cult, kidnapped by aliens. Like what is she thinking? This is terrible. 
I assume someone at some point was like, oh, no, we know where Jodan is. It's cool. I mean, yeah, don't you ask, like, do I need to put in a missing persons exactly. report to the police? Yeah. This okay. is, oh, my God. There, there's more. Oh, goody. <laughs> As it turns out, Jodan was doing more at rehab than working on <laughs> oh. his substance abuse issues. No, 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 no. The court documents state, quote, Jodan has admitted to engaging in an ongoing sexual affair with another facility patient mm. while he was there for his, this is written by her lawyers, I assure you, while he was there for his incredibly expensive therapy, calling into question his dedication to the program. Again, written by lawyers. They continue, Jodan defended his choice of rehab, saying that it was his business management team who chose the facility. He also explained that there were no less expensive options that would have, quote, benefited his recovery in the same manner. Well, certainly his new girlfriend wouldn't have been at any of the other places they could have chosen to go. Same manner, Alicia. They would not have benefited his recovery in the same manner. Okay. Gary and Jay, poor, long-suffering Gary and Jay here, they were both subpoenaed in this divorce proceeding. Oh, no. And one thing that was used from their testimonies was regarding a possible future tour. (laughs) Bless the broken road tour. It's never going to (laughs) happen. The increasingly broken road tour. Tiffany said in her filing that she wants alimony in the future from Jodan because oh, there's yeah. the possibility of the Rascal Flats farewell tour still being rescheduled. Totally, yeah. In her filing, she states that Gary and Jay both testified that, quote, they would be open to touring as a band if Jodan would agree. Jodan took issue with this and held firm to Rascal Flats as being a, quote, now defunct unquote, band, and that he, quote, vehemently denies that the band has any plans to reunite. Okay. This is like a guy who quits his job after his wife leaves him so he doesn't have to pay her alimony. Right. That's like kind of exactly what's happening here. This is, I mean, but your best friends, your bandmates, 20 years. 20 years, your fans. 36 charts, your fans. Broken road. God, Jodan. Infidelity, substance abuse, and alimony were not the only things this couple were going to fight about. Oh no, there's more. They hadn't even gotten to the child custody and distribution of assets battle yet. Right, right. Money was apparently not as available as it once had been now that Rascal Flats had broken up. The divorce papers state that the couple had, quote, enjoyed an extravagant lifestyle for many years. But once the band went their separate ways, their income all but disappeared. An argument that was mentioned in the court papers said that Jodan confronted Tiffany about overspending, and she replied by saying, Fuck you, Jodan. I don't need a fucking dad. Oh, (laughs) okay. Wow. Yeah, but the harsh words weren't the worst part of Jodan's allegation against Tiffany regarding her behavior. He says that she once hit him over the head with a water bottle after he told her that they might not get accepted into a local country club because she had been a former Playboy model. A water bottle? Yeah, it doesn't... I thought you were going to come out with, like, cast iron pan. We're in Tennessee, I mean, man. it's Tennessee. It could have been worse, Jodan. A water bottle? Could have been a Ooh. lot worse. Also, I don't think the country club is going to turn you down because of the... You're a member of Rascal Flats, mm-hmm. dude. Of course you're in the country club. For three long years. 
The court battle raged between these two. But in September 2023, they were finally able to come to an agreement regarding their divorce. Okay. With with a little help from a judge. (laughs) People Magazine obtained the final divorce decree, which ultimately ended the long court fight between this couple over their 15-year-long marriage. The decree stated, quote, The fact remains that his abuse of alcohol damaged his marriage and his relationship with the wife and children. The husband now acknowledges the unfortunate role the abuse of alcohol played in his life and credits his accident with ultimately saving him by helping him escape the clutches of alcohol abuse. This just seems like so much more than a court needs to, like... This is an adjudication. This is not, this doesn't need to happen. Tennessee, get it together. All right. So despite that, the court didn't think that the divorce was all Jodan's fault. The document also said the court finds that each of the parties bears a share of the responsibility for the demise of this marriage. You don't say. I mean, that's <sighs> rocket judge, science. I know, right? Like, like, that's typically how it goes down. These poor judges are just having to like write out platitudes that you know, like mix and match. (laughs) It continues. Neither party is perfect. Oh my God, this poor judge. And their individual shortcomings are all human failures with which many of us will be confronted at some point in our our lives. Just just move to a state with real divorce laws. The court will not condemn them further for giving into their human frailties when lonely, emotionally lost or in despair. Jeez. We got a real feeling. I know. Personality type judge. I feel He's an like, F. Not I know. A T. I, I feel like this judge writes romance novels in his or her off time. Perhaps. Tiffany was named the primary residential parent for their three children. Joe Don was named the alternate residential parent. I think this means Tiffany maybe has more say over like which schools the kids attend, that kind of thing. Because they do have 50 50 custody, the decree specifies that they each get. 182.5 days of the year as parenting time. Well, let's split that up exactly. Right. Both parties are prohibited from making derogatory comments about the other parent to their children. This is all pretty standard. But spousal support. Tiffany requested alimony, and that request was denied. She will receive $791 a week for child support, which comes out to a little over 41000 a year. It's not an insignificant sum. As for Joe Don, he appears to have found his sobriety and claims that he has stayed sober since his January 2022 release from rehab. He says he's attending regular AA meetings and going to outpatient therapy. All good things. And yeah, we obviously wish him the best in that. That is tough work to do. And, you know, 20 years of hard living on the road, the broken road, you know, it can can leave you open to some things. So that, friends, that is the story of Jodon Rooney and his two trashy divorces, one from his band, which could <laughs> at any point come back together to go cash those checks. I'm sorry, love on their fans. Sure. I keep confusing those things. <laughs> and of course, the one from his wife, which I think we can call that one all the way over. Interesting. Don't think there's going to be any reunion tour for Jodon and Tiffany. That was a lot of trash wrapped up in one little story. Right? I know. I should probably follow country music more because clearly that's where the good stories are. So many good stories. Thank you for that. Do you have trash cans on this one? Good Lord. Um, Just whatever amount Jodan would get from that tour, that is how many trash cans I'm awarding. Mystery number. Yeah. 
Well done. Do you know I've sat through that entire story and all I can think about is Dixie Carter oh, and yeah. her character of Julia Sugarbaker mm-hmm. and her little rant in designing women to not Jodon. Ray Don. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ray Don. There's no need for introductions, Ray Don. We know who you are. You're the guy who's always wherever women gather or try to be alone. You want to eat with us when we're dining in hotels. You want to know if the book we're reading is any good or if you can keep us company on the plane. I want to thank you, Ray Don, on behalf of all the women in the world for your unfailing attention and concern. But read my lips and remember, as hard as it is to believe, sometimes we like talking just to each other. And sometimes we like just being alone. I hope Tiffany's saying that. Good on you. Glad that one's over for all y'all. Sorry, Jay and Gary. I probably didn't end how you wanted it to. Yeah, I imagine that there will ultimately be the farewell tour. But yeah, I think if you're a fan, you're probably pretty disappointed in just how the last few years. I mean, look, the pandemic, it just, it, no avoiding that. But no, a lot of people didn't get to go on their tours in 2020. Yeah. 2020 was a big year for a lot of people, including us. <laughs> it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be, and here we are. And here we are. Still in our pajamas. <laughs> Three years later. Well, friends, that is Jodon, Tiffany, and Julia Sugarbaker. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, friends. We do get a little punchy at the end of the seasons. We are so close to rounding out season 20. Friends, for anybody who's missing the Gilded Age. Come on back this weekend for our big season 20 finale. I gotcha handled. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's trashy. Thanks for bringing that one to us, Stacy. You're so welcome. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you and all the ways you lend support to the podcast. Telling your friends your kind reviews, your nice emails, your awesome ratings. We yeah, really do appreciate you. We do love hearing from you. So, yeah, drop us a line. If you are looking for a little Thursday action in your podcast listening routines, don't forget we're dropping Trashy Royals, the continuation of Eleanor of Akatane's story this week. If you're looking for a little bit more listening pleasure as you're going over the river and through the woods for your holiday travails, everybody be safe, be happy, be warm, be healthy. We really appreciate you being here until we meet again for this season's finale. I hope you will keep your hands clean, friends. I hope you will keep your hearts trashy. Big love, everybody. Bye. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at CarbonMade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram. And definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at TrashyDivorces at gmail.com. 
or find us on the World Wide Web at TrashyDivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at Patreon.com slash TrashyDivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening. Keep it trashy y'all.